The KXAN News Podcast is sponsored by Shelf Genie. A Texas state senator arrested the law this lawmaker is accused of breaking. And an Austin couple about to make national headlines again. Why the First Lady invited them to tonight's State of the Union address. And rain moving through just as the evening rush hour ramps up. I'll show you when the chillier weather arrives coming up. Austin Energy leadership faced some tough questions from City Council today. About 5,000 remain in the dark tonight after last week's ice storm. Thanks so much for joining us. I'm Jennifer Sanders. I'm Daniel Marine. KXN's Grace Reader breaks down that meeting where leaders answered some of the most frequently asked questions you've asked us as well. I'm sorry for how long this is taking. I wish I could give a specific estimate for each specific outage. For Austin Energy customers still without power Tuesday night, that's the million dollar question. When will your lights be back on? Austin City Council members Tuesday grilled Austin Energy leadership on their response to last week's ice storm. Here were some of their questions. First, back to that prior question. When will your lights be on? By Sunday, February 12th, we expect to complete restorations for those ready to receive power but impending wind, rain, and thunderstorms as early as this afternoon could further complicate restoration efforts. We will reassess this goal and provide an update midweek, and most customers will be restored well before Sunday. Which brings us to the next. Why can't the city bring in more crews to speed up the process? We can't bring in unlimited crews and put them and just let them loose on our system. Um, they have to have an Austin Energy team member with them, uh, an employee in charge who knows our system, who's communicating with our energy control center. Austin Energy said there are roughly a thousand folks out working to restore power Tuesday, 400 from out of town. And how is Austin Energy prioritizing outages? Our first priority is critical loads, what we call critical load customers. That would be anything for um, health and safety, hospitals, um, police stations, fire stations, um, water treatment plants, things of that nature. Austin Energy said after that, the outages are handled from largest to smallest, and for outages the same size, the oldest outage gets priority. Grace Reader, KXAN News. And this was only a handful of the questions asked and answered by Austin officials today, including would vegetation management have helped during this storm? And why weren't people seeing updated information on the outage map? You can find those answers in this story at KXAN.com. You've likely heard by now the Austin City Council has called a special meeting Thursday to evaluate the employment of City Manager Spencer Kronk. During today's work session, Kronk apologized for the city's shortcomings in the ice storm response. And right now on KXAN.com, Find out how much Austin would have to pay to part ways with its city manager. KXN reporters have been digging into his severance package spelled out in a 2018 resolution. See what it's likely, why it is likely about $400,000. First warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, here's the rain as promised all over the lens here of the Liberty Hill Whittlesey Landscape Supplies weather cam. Gray skies, pretty warm weather still for most of us, but it's also a bit of a dreary evening rush hour. Here we are in Travis County with some passing light showers here and there. Some heavier downpours focusing just west of 360 near Lake Austin. Places like Steiner Ranch getting some brief heavy rain this evening. And a few more of these little lines of heavy rain from Sun City and Leander extending up through the rest of Williamson County and a couple more downpours out on the highway 281 corridor. Not only is it about to get rainier overnight, it's about to get colder. Temperatures in the upper 60s to near 70 east of I-35, but it's 20 degrees colder than that in Mason and the cold front's coming through Austin before you go to bed. Coming up in your forecast, don't miss the hour by hour temperature drop and how chilly it feels out there tomorrow. Rain picking up overnight and when the sunshine makes a welcome return.
Right, David, thank you very much. Now to a missing man, family members of Jason John. Hope you may have seen him. He's right there on your screen. He was last seen in downtown Austin on February 5th at 2 in the morning on Rainy Street. He was walking toward Ladybird Lake. If you've seen him, please call 911. Austin police arrested a state senator from Georgetown early this morning and charged him with driving while intoxicated. Austin police say they stopped 52-year-old Charles Schwartner at 12:45 this morning at the intersection of Avenue B and West 45th Street. He is a Republican who has represented Texas Senate District 5 since 2013, and he's currently the chair of the Senate Committee of Business and Commerce and serves on the Finance and State Affairs Committees. We still don't know yet whether today's arrest will affect his committee assignments. The man accused of killing nearly two dozen people inside an El Paso Walmart in 2019 is expected to plead guilty to federal charges tomorrow. Patrick Crucius is charged with federal hate crimes and firearms violations. The 24-year-old is accused of targeting Mexicans during the mass shooting that killed 23 people and left dozens wounded. Federal officials already said they would not seek the death penalty in this case, but Crucius could still face the death penalty if convicted on state capital murder charges. Search teams and emergency aid are pouring into Turkey and Syria as rescuers continue to dig through the remains of thousands of buildings flattened by a powerful earthquake. And they're now joining survivors and volunteers using whatever they can to try to find traces of life or anyone buried. There have been some pretty incredible rescues, but the window is closing. It's now just after 2 a.m. in Turkey and for a second night temperatures are below freezing. More than 7,200 are confirmed dead, but that number is expected to rise. During his State of the Union address tonight, President Biden will highlight his accomplishments and lay out his vision for the future. The First Lady has invited an Austin couple to be her guests. You may recognize Amanda and Josh Zaworski from stories that we've covered. The White House says Amanda almost died after her water broke at 18 weeks and doctors would not intervene under Texas's abortion ban. Amanda got an infection, sepsis, last year in an interview with Dallas Station WFAA. Governor Greg Abbott addressed situations like this, saying treatments for ectopic pregnancies and certain cases of miscarriage are legal. And Abbott said the law needs to be clarified to protect the mother and the baby. Now, to get that done, he pointed to the Texas legislature, which, of course, is now in session. And NBC News will bring you live coverage and real-time analysis of the president's State of the Union address. Join Lester Holtz in Savannah Guthrie beginning at 8 o'clock tonight right here on KXAN. And Texas Governor Greg Abbott will deliver his State of the State address next Thursday, the 16th. We'll bring that to you live on KXAN and KXAN.com, along with a 10-minute response from the Texas Democratic Party. So set your alerts and your DVR for 7 p.m. This is where the governor will lay out his priorities for the legislative session that began last month. Well, things are getting a little nutty at an Airbnb in California. How many acorns pest control found stuffed into the walls of a home? And Texas Senator Ted Cruz files a new term limits bill. How many terms he says is plenty for senators and representatives? Keep out. That's what the city of Cedar Park is asking the public to do. I'm Mercedes Hernandez in Cedar Park, where crews like the one right behind me are working to clear debris caused by last week's storm. How you can help, coming up. Oil giant BP is reporting record profits for 2022. The London-based company made almost $28 billion last year, lifted by the surge in energy prices since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Now, last year, Britain approved a 25% windfall tax on earnings from oil and gas produced in the UK, with the levy increasing to 35% in 2023. 
Brent crude, a benchmark for global oil prices, averaged $101 a barrel last year. That's 43% higher than in 2021. Bumper profits for energy companies worldwide have sparked demand that the fuel industry do more to offset high energy bills. Last week, we told you U.S.-based ExxonMobil posted record earnings of $55.7 billion. Well, starting this Friday, AMC theaters will start selling movie tickets at different prices based on where you want to sit. Uh, there are going to be three seating tiers. Value seats in the front row will cost less. Standard seats are available at the normal cost, but preferred sightline seats, which include select seats in the middle of the theater, well, those are going to cost more. And take a look at this video now. A pest control company says they found 700 pounds of acorns in walls of an Airbnb. That was in California's Sonoma County. So that initial call was for maggots coming out of the wall. But Nick Castro says when he and his team went to cut into the drywall, they discovered the stash of acorns going all the way up to the attic of that two-story home. And then it turns out those maggots were actually mealworms. And the culprit turned out to be a couple of woodpeckers who'd been poking holes in the chimney stack to stash their food. Those nuts filled up about eight 50-gallon garbage bags. Hey, good news coming to us from the Tower Farm. All these transmission towers out in West Austin that have sustained some damage from the ice storm. Not only are we working to repair our transmitter out there, but remember the National Weather Service had some difficulties with the NOAA weather radio transmitter getting knocked out yesterday. Great news. They just told us that their techs were able to patch a temporary repair until the permanent repairs can be done. That means your NOAA weather radio should be in service again starting now. We'll have your forecast with some thunderstorms on the way tonight. Coming up. This KXAN News Podcast is brought to you by Shelf Genie. I'm Rosie Newberry from KXAN Studio 512. Considering replacing your kitchen cabinets? Struggling to find or reach things? Go to ShelfGenie.com slash Austin. Shelf Genie designs custom pull-out shelves for your existing cabinets, adding convenience and value to the most used room in your home. Shelf Genie custom pull-out shelves, everything in reach. Last week's ice storm brought trees crashing down in parks across Cedar Park. KXAN's Mercedes Hernandez has more from the city on when things could get back to normal. Orange and white barricades can be found all across parks in Cedar Park as city crews clean up branches brought down by last week's ice storm. People can only imagine what they're seeing in their own lawns and really magnify that. Jenny Huerta with the city says several parks are clear now, but some of its largest are still shut off. The threat of rain and wind Tuesday made it even more dangerous for visitors. We just can't emphasize enough for people to be very careful uh, and look at their surroundings just when they're out and about. If there's anything that's still barely hanging on out there, it may come down. Philip Garcia has lived across the street from Milburn Park more than 30 years. He lost many of his own trees in the storm. When they broke, it sounded like a bomb going off. It, it was pretty, pretty drastic and dramatic. And says he's not surprised to hear the same has happened to the parks. Some of the branches are still in the, in the trees themselves. So if the kids are going to be out there playing around and people are playing underneath the trees, it, it's, that's a dangerous situation. Huerta says the city hopes to have all its parks open in the next few days in Cedar Park. Mercedes Hernandez, KXAN News. And the city of Cedar Park says once parks are open again, it's still possible more of those broken branches could fall out of the trees. So they want you to report that damage. You can find out how on KXAN.com. 
first warning weather with Chief Meteorologist David Yeomans. Well, another dose of beneficial welcome rainfall coming, and thank goodness during this active weather pattern, it is not bringing an icing threat this time around. Beautiful view over Lake Travis where we sure need the rain, don't we? It is 29 feet lower than normal, more than 40 feet lower than its full elevation. But hey, our drinking water reservoir for so many of us getting some welcome rain on the Oasis Restaurant Weather Camp. You can see these little lines. We call these streamer showers as the flow goes from south to north and interacts with the hilly terrain west of I-35. Some of these falling uh, in West Austin, others over Lake Travis, another little row of some pretty moderate downpours impacting folks close to Spicewood tonight. Zooming in on one, for instance, here's the Four Points area, 620 getting some pretty heavy rain, but haven't seen any lightning or thunder. That could change, though, as this big upper-level low bringing the rain moves our way tonight. The low pressure does have some snow and cold air on the backside of it, and we, too, will be getting chillier. I'll show you that in a minute. As I mentioned, though, nobody flirting with freezing at all tonight. Here's the cold front bringing a concentration of showers and thunderstorms from the hill country toward the Austin area over the next few hours. By 8 p.m., we expect the front to be moving through the I-35 corridor. With it, we could see a little energi uh, energization, a little energy uh, being flowed into these storms, possibly some thunder, possibly some lightning, for sure some heavier rain, at least at times. Here goes the front, though, east of I-35 after 9 p.m. That'll temporarily focus the rain and storms in our eastern counties at that time. But notice overnight, even as the front goes away, another uh, explosion of showers and thunderstorms across the area. These could be some storms waking us up at 4 or 5 a.m. with some brief heavy rain, but fortunately not much of a severe weather threat. Here we go through the rest of your morning drive tomorrow. This is a near guarantee of some heavy rain at times. Wet roads might slow you down. Remember to join our morning weather and traffic team for traffic updates before you head out. After 8 a.m., we'll still be watching some rain through midday, but then the dreary, cloudy start to the day totally transforms. By the afternoon, I think we'll get some welcome sunshine, briefly at least, before the sun goes down. Rainfall, it's going to be widespread and very welcome, but it won't be quite as much as we need and where we need it. Out over the Highland Lakes, our drinking water supply for so many, a quarter, a half inch, but the heavier amounts, always welcome anywhere. They're from Austin uh, eastward. One, one and a half inches expected in many areas. This will put another little dent in our pretty serious rainfall deficit over the past couple years. Now, as I mentioned, no significant severe weather threat. We're not too worried about flash flooding nor damaging storms. But tonight and early tomorrow, we can't rule out a little strong storm in our eastern counties. We could see a brief weak tornado, maybe some gusty thunderstorm winds. Again, those are unlikely, but they can't be ruled out. Let's talk about the temperature drop because it is happening for some of us already. 66 in Johnson City, but 20 degrees colder than that in Richland Springs and parts of Mason County. Still very warm in the Austin area. 70 in Kyle, 68 downtown, east of 35. Very similar, almost muggy conditions this evening. But notice, I won't even draw the front. You can see that line of cold air advancing farther east over the next hour and a half. Austin, we're in the 60s still just before 8 p.m., but there it goes. Temperatures drop 10 degrees pretty quickly as the front moves through later this evening. Here comes the cooler air advancing through our eastern counties before you wake up tomorrow morning. And nobody near freezing, but it will be a chilly start. Lower middle 40s as you start your Wednesday. And the temperatures don't warm much with clouds and rainfall through lunchtime. But remember, the sun comes out a little later in the day. And that should keep us from staying too chilly. High temperatures for some near 60 tomorrow afternoon.
Tonight's forecast, it only gets rainier with some thunderstorms at times. Turns colder as well. Low temperatures pretty seasonal at, uh, seasonable at 46. North-northwest winds blown at 10 to 20, and the same wind will keep us a little cool tomorrow. 58 degrees with some clearing late in the day. Near guarantee of rain and storms tonight through tomorrow morning. Then a nice brief warm-up on Thursday back to 72. A secondary cold front, this one bringing chillier, windier weather, but also no rainfall later this week. That could set us up for a couple of pretty widespread freezes Saturday and Sunday morning, really crossing our fingers that more of us have power by that time. Otherwise, the afternoons this weekend look very pleasant and a little cool with dry weather, but yet another storm system in this welcome weather pattern brings us some more beneficial rain next week. U.S. lawmakers are talking about term limits again. Just ahead, the bill filed by Texas Senator Ted Cruz. Texas Senator Ted Cruz introduced a bill to limit senators to two terms in office at nearly the same time as he announced he's running for a third term. I would love to see it enacted into the Constitution limit all of us to two terms, and I would happily comply with that. For now, Cruz plans to remain in the Senate, but says he'll continue to draw attention to the issue. Term limits are an issue that, that are supported by the vast majority of Americans. Supporters of term limits say they would help ensure that lawmakers answer to American voters rather than to special interest groups that fund their campaigns. Cruz's proposal would also limit House members to three terms, but not all of his congressional colleagues think it's a good idea. For example, Republican newcomer Jay Obernolte. We have amazingly complex jobs, and when you have term limits, that means you have less experienced legislators. And California Democrat Lou Correa argues that term limits could accomplish the opposite of the intended result. So who are the experts in making the decisions under term limits? Those experts are the lobbyists and the staffers. Meanwhile, California Congressman Pete Aguilar says elections already provide a system of checks and balances. This is something I think we have we have term limits in place. The voters of our districts uh, help guide that that decision. In Washington, Alexandra Limon. All right, tonight on KXCN, we have Night Court at 7 o'clock, then American Auto at 7.30, and then at 8, you can watch NBC's live coverage of the President's State of the Union address. And then we're back with KXAN News at 10. And you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at 9 o'clock on the CW Austin. Here's where to find us. Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.